0: I want to walk him in from, um, from the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Adam Michael focuses on tax policy, federal budget, a senior policy analyst. Uh, Adam, welcome to the program. Nice to have you here. Welcome into Colorado. Thanks for having me on. And Adam, am I saying your last name correct? Is it Michael or Mich- Michelle? Uh, it's Michelle. Michelle. Okay, very good. Adam Michelle, nice to have you here on the program. I want to talk to you, if we could, about this uh, stimulus bill that is a trillion dollar bill working its way through the Senate. Mitch McConnell says, it looks like we're going to get this thing. Um, it, it kind of pains me. I want, there's part of me, Adam, that says, I think we need this. And this is going to be, stimulate the economy. There's another part of me says, no, this is not good uh, fiscal policy in the long term. Where does the Heritage Foundation uh, fall down on this big stimulus spending bill that the Senate is looking to pass today?
1: Yeah, you're you're right. There's this- Huge bill. It's moving through the Senate uh, at uh, closer to two trillion dollars now, if you sort of believe the reports that are coming out. But I think it's important to ask what this bill should do and shouldn't do. Uh, The bill should be targeted, temporary, and directed at the economic fallout and the health crisis directly in front of us. Unfortunately, what we're seeing coming out of the Senate doesn't pass these tests in many different respects it includes uh uh indiscriminate bailouts for politically favored industries uh it has uh it includes checks to every single american uh in, in without any regard to whether or not you actually need that uh, th- those dollars uh, and and these are the types of things that are distracting from the the targeted response that would be fiscally prudent and and necessary at
0: this time. Adam Michelle is my guest he's with the Heritage Foundation a senior policy analyst. Adam I think one of the things that and again people have short-term memories and I geek out on this stuff but every time we have a little economic bump or an econ- economic plummet whether it's a big bump little bump doesn't matter the government comes in and decides they're going to bail out people and a lot of the times they're bailing them out because of their own ir- irresponsibility the banks come to mind Uh, several about a gosh it's been almost a decade ago we bailed the banks out uh, because we were told they were too big to fail now we're going to bail out the travel industry and Boeing and uh, it just at some point you say why are we always in the mood of bailing people out when a lot of their not all of the time but a lot of their problem is based on their own lack of planning and lack of prudence
1: you know I think it's it's important to distinguish the economic crisis we're currently in and the one that happened uh, in in 2008 in 2008 we bailed out industries that, that really made bad bets and we were we were simply subsidizing future bad behavior uh it's slightly different today where a lot of these businesses are are being shuttered not because they made bad decisions but because the government is actually telling them they have to shutter their doors and so the the, the response needs to be targeted at at bridging this current um period of time when, when businesses are being told they have to shut their doors for, for, public, for the public health uh, emergencies and not let it stray into that world in which simply because I have a powerful lobbyist or I'm well-connected, I get a bigger subsidy or a bigger um, loan or a, or a simple just check bailout. Than than the small guys that employ just as many people as uh, as, as some of those industries that, that you just mentioned. Um, so the Senate bill that's moving through right now has what uh, essentially um, amounts to a 200 billion dollar um, slush fund that can be used to simply bail out uh, different industries based on political discretion. It's those types of um, uh, of provisions that are worrisome, uh, but. Things that help businesses keep people on their payroll for a temporary basis, keeping people attached to the labor market, um, bridge loans for for small businesses. These are the types of things that uh, that we think are are certainly worthy of consideration. Uh,
0: once the government spends as much as you said, this bill alone is going to be two trillion, and then they had bills a couple. They had a couple a couple of other coronavirus bills. At which point will anybody, and I don't know, it happens after the midterms, it always gets the can kick down the road, at some point uh – at some point, we have to write the fiscal ship around here. We have to uh, bring spending under control. We have to, to get things right in Washington. And Republicans seem to, when they've had opportunity, haven't done that. Democrats don't do that. So it's just like we're going to spend another $2 bucks. Is there anybody on the other side of this or anybody saying, hey, once this is done, um, we we have to pay this back or we have to get our budget back in line? Because it's just spend, 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 spend. And the Keynesian policies just continue.
1: It, and this is the problem with uh, spending, having trillion-dollar deficits uh, when the economy was at uh, one some of the best uh, we've seen in recent times. Uh, the, as the Heritage Foundation was, has been saying for, for many, many years now, uh, now it, the, those good times that look like they might be behind us, that that was the time to pay down our deficit to put a down payment on the debt to start restructuring a lot of the, the sort of fundamental discrepancies that exist in the US budget that may mean that spending growth outpaces revenue growth um, by, uh, by by double in a lot of cases and, and so th- th- this just highlights the the irresponsibility of both Democrats and Republicans in Congress, that we're just, just kicking that can down the road. And and that's what ultimately makes the conversation of, do we spend a trillion dollars now to fight an imminent threat so much more difficult? It didn't need to be this difficult. And so my hope is that we'll learn from that mistake going forward. Um, and it may be a naive hope, but, the, but we can... Um, it has to start at the, uh, among all the people that are listening. We have to tell the folks in Congress that, that we do care about the debt, and once this is behind us, we need to start putting a down payment on the, the hole that we're now just digging deeper in. Yeah.
0: Adam Michelle, it's a pleasure to have you here. Folks want to follow your work or any of the work of the Heritage Foundation. Why don't you give that website a plug?
1: Uh, yeah, we, uh, if you go to heritage.org, we have a, a specific site. Where we're doing all of our analysis. Um, on the COVID-19 crisis, uh, it's heritage.org slash coronavirus. Uh, You can find all of our analysis of everything that's moving in Washington uh, there.
0: Heritage.org. I appreciate your time, Adam. Thanks for hopping on the program here in Colorado. Uh, Stay safe there in Washington, where the Heritage Foundation is based out of. Adam Michelle, Senior Policy Analyst for the Heritage Foundation. With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.